0: My last point of the, of the message today, I was going to tell you five stupid things you got to quit doing this year. And I'm going to let God deal with you because it's probably five different things for everybody. But the last one I had was stop letting fear rule your life.
1: Amen.
0: The Bible says the just shall live by faith. 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 The just shall live by faith. I know that things are bad right now. I know that everything costs twice as much as it used to cost. I feel the pain of the grocery store. I go out of there and I think, my God, I used to pay a, for pay what I pay for a, a little bag of groceries. I used to pay for a truckload of lumber at Lowe's. And what I paid for a truckload of lumber and loads, I used to pay for a car. Right. And what I paid for a car, I used to pay for a house. And what I paid for a house, I never had that kind of money. Right. I know things are tough right now. And I know that we're going into an election year and people are going to be nasty on both sides. Don't act like they aren't. Listen, we are not—we are not donkeys. We are not elephants. We are children of the most high God, and nothing matters more than that. No somos burros ni elefantes. Somos hijos de Dios, y nada es más importante que eso. You mean to say the Turkish? Durka, 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 durka. I know things are going to get nasty this year. Nothing stirs up hate like politics. I know things are bad right now, church. But now, more than ever, we've got to have faith in God. The worse things get around us, the more important it is that we are anchored in Jesus and we stand in faith in the word of God. On Christ the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. The economy is sinking sand. Political parties are sinking sand. Some of your friends are definitely sinking sand. Stop leaning on them and lean on Jesus. In Christ alone I put my trust. Stop letting doubt and fear rule your life. The just shall live by faith things are tough and that's when you put your faith in God and Him alone so I'm just going to share my testimony before we leave this morning back in 2015 we had a community worship service next door and several churches were there it was on a Saturday night some of y'all were there and they asked me to go up and give the altar call and and I shared the gospel message and I told everybody to close their eyes and as I did, something strange happened to me. It's just in a split second, I lost my hearing, couldn't hear anything. And then everything went, was blurry. The room started spinning, and I was out. I don't remember it, they tell me that I fell down the concrete steps and hit the concrete floor. And next thing I know, uh, it's like this whole period in my life, I just have little seconds of memory. And everything else is, is just gone. But the next memory I have is paramedics were loading me on a stretcher. And boy, I got mad. How dare you put me on a stretcher in a church service? Because listen to me, don't nothing interrupt a service for me. If I die, let me die, but we are going to finish this service today. I got mad. And then I realized I couldn't move my arms and legs. And then I said, okay, well, maybe something's wrong. And, and, and then I was out again. And then my third memory was, I'm at the hospital in the emergency room, and they asked my wife to take my pants off. And I remember saying, yeah, girl. <laughs> I told you last week I say inappropriate things in stressful situations. See, even in critical medical, <laughs> medical situations, you got to have a sense of humor. <laughs> and then I was out. And, and then uh, I, I would guess maybe around 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, the, the next memory I have is my family's in there crying, the doctor comes in, and they tell me that you have a brain aneurysm, and it are ruptured. And when they gave me the news... I had perfect peace Well number one Because I was half crazy at the time Because my brain was going nuts Because I, I was bleeding up there I mean you could t- I, They asked me who was president and I won't say who I said But it was not president at the time <laughs> I had peace One because I, I was half conscious But I also had peace Because at that point We had passed the point of no return We were already in trouble. And when you're already in trouble and you can't do anything to fix it, it's, okay, God, it's faith or die. It's you and me, Jesus. I can't fix this. So I'm either going to give up or I'm going to stand in faith. So in that moment, the answer was already made for me. My mind was made up, okay, my life is in your hands, God. And it, it was... It was tough, but God did the miracles. From, from the time they, they put me on the helicopter to the time they landed in UNC Chapel Hill, they did a CT scan at Wayne and a CT scan at UNC. I, I was an emergent case when they flew me up there. But by the time I got there, they put me down at the bottom of the list. <laughs> Because at Wayne, I had bleeding in five regions of my brain. As soon as I landed, it was a fast flight. As <laughs> soon as I landed, they did another CT scan. No blood. No blood. God did a miracle in flight. God's a, still a miracle worker. It might not happen instantly like we wanted to, but God does it. That just, just, just two days ago, I, I met a new friend, and, and he said he was having a hard time working because he had pain in his elbow, and he had it pain for weeks, and I prayed for him. Right. And I saw him the next day. He said, you know, I didn't feel anything when you prayed for me, but by the time I got home, God had completely healed me.
1: Amen.
0: I, I love the instant miracles. I've seen instant miracles, but sometimes uh, God will let you go through a gradual healing. Because he wants to build a little character in you while he does a miracle. So I said all that to say, the first time, 2015, I had peace right away. But then three years later, when I go and see the doctor, and she says, "You got to have brain surgery," that was a different story. I didn't have peace about that. All right. I was afraid. I had a lot of fear, especially when she said, you know, one in 10 people don't make it through the surgery. What? Because they have to tell you all this. And and you're recommending this? She said, well, yeah, because the, the coil that they put inside the aneurysm before had failed. She said, so you could sneeze and die. I said, okay. <laughs> Let us think about it. It, it. it wasn't just the probability. It was the na- nature of the surgery itself because they, they were going to go in and do a 13-inch incision. You can't, I, I'm thankful. You can't see the scar, but I can feel it from right here all the way to here. They're going to cut a big hole in my skull, take it off, go in there. They're going to cut out the back of my left eye. They're going to cut out the whole back of the eye socket, and they're not going to put it back. I have no eye socket behind my eye. So every time my heart beats, my eye moves. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> but she's explaining all this, that it's very invasive. It's very serious surgery. And I did not have the peace that I had back when I was (laughs) in critical condition. Because this is something that I I show up for and choose to do. So, we sought God. And not for five minutes. For days and for weeks. Because sometimes you've got to linger when you seek God. We, we live in an instant culture. I mean, I get impatient if McDonald's is taking too long. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm one of those people that calls the police if my fries aren't hard enough. You know? <laughs> Y'all hear about that on the news? Like, I just, I want it now. I tap my toe waiting for the microwave to finish. Come on. We're impatient people. But our God <laughs> is the God of the ages, He's the Ancient of Days, and His timeline is not our timeline. And and, and there there is a power that comes when you patiently wait on the Lord. And some of you are going through something right now, and this might not be the word you want to hear, but but, but God may be leading you into a season of waiting on Him. And and this is why I'm sharing my story with you, because after weeks of praying and worshiping, because it's important that we come to before Him with thanksgiving. Amen? And enter his courts with praise. Because uh, God inhabits the praises of his people. When we live a life of daily worship and daily praise. Listen, if you don't like the songs we do, that's fine. Have your own worship mix that you play all week long. If this is the only time you get to worship, oh my goodness. I'm going to put you on my red card this week. (laughs) Because as children of God, we should daily worship and commune and pray and walk with the Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. But after weeks of praying and worshiping and seeking God, God gave me one word. Well, two words. (laughs) But one word from him, and it's all I needed. Childlike faith. That was it. Because I like to be in control of every aspect of my life. That's why I don't like to fly on airplanes because they don't let me drive. <laughs> it's just, you know, I like to control every little. I'm into the details. I want to control every little detail and every little aspect. And when God said childlike faith, he was telling me, stop trying to figure it out. Amen. Stop trying to plan it. Stop t- trying to control it and just trust me. And from that moment forward, I had peace. I had peace driving up to the hospital. I had peace checking in. It was, our, it was our wedding anniversary. We checked into the hotel in Chapel Hill. I had peace. I had peace going into the hospital, going in when they were rolling me into surgery. I had peace. Because God reminded me that He's G-O-D, not me. And I'm kindly reminding you this morning that He's God and you're not.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: So now is the time, just, just like what I had to learn, it's the time for all of us to trust God like we've never trusted Him before, to have childlike faith because kids don't try to figure it out. That's right. Our child doesn't know the bills we have. He doesn't worry about how the groceries make it to the refrigerator. The boy loves ketchup. He's made of ketchup. (laughs) He thinks ketchup just magically appears. He doesn't worry about who buys the ketchup, who gets the ketchup, who puts the ketchup in the fridge. He just goes and gets the ketchup. Childlike faith. I'm not trying to figure it out. I'm not trying to make it happen myself. That's where I struggle. God, I'm going to trust you. You are my heavenly father. I am your child. I don't have the power. I don't have the strength. I don't have the means to get myself out of this situation that I am in right now. So, God, I'm putting it in your hands. And it's amazing the peace of God that comes when we put our life in his hands. You know, the Bible says that we are to present our bodies as a living sacrifice to him. But the problem with our human nature is we tend to crawl off the altar. That's a daily decision. God, today, I am your child and I'm going to trust you with childlike faith. I'm going to keep myself on the altar and I'm trusting you that you're going to take care of things. Amen. God is good and God is faithful and God is able especially when we're not able. His power is made perfect in weakness. Why is God's power made perfect in weakness? Because we can't take any credit for it. It was all God. It was all him. It was all him. Remember God's faithfulness. Remember what he's done for you. God has get, he's given me a 13-inch scar in my head and metal plates in my skull that I feel every time the weather changes. And that's a reminder to me of God's faithfulness. Amen. Amen. And if you look at my hands on my first three fingers, my skin is cracked. You know what that is? That's a sign of severe carpal tunnel syndrome that God completely healed me of. But he left my skin like that to remind me of his faithfulness. Amen to remind me of what He's done. And my, every time I look at this cracked skin, I'm reminded that God is still a miracle worker and He is still a healer and He is still, if God did this for me, if God did, brought me through this, if God healed me of this, He can take care of the problem that I'm facing today. Amen. Remember the things that God has done for you. That's Hebrews 11:6. 6. Uh, do you guys have that? I, I added that last minute this morning. Hebrews 11:6. 6. But what, without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. When God appeared to Moses in the wilderness, what name did he give him? I am. I am. Remember that. Hold on to that. Amen. You must believe that he is. Whatever problem you're facing, God says, I am. If you need healing, he said, I am the healer. Yeah. He says, I am the great physician. If you have a financial need, he said, I am the Lord, your provider. If you're weak, he says, I am your strength. If you have trouble in your mind, he says, I am your peace. If, if you need sanity, oh, that's one of the things I stood on after I had brain surgery. I came out of there and they had some wires crossed up there. I'm telling you, I, would, I, would, I couldn't sit in the passenger seat of a car because I would get claustrophobic. It made no sense. I couldn't sit in the center of an aisle like you guys are sitting in today because I, I would start sweating. My heart would start racing. I would get dizzy and, and fight or flight would kick in. I would feel like I was going to die if I didn't get out of there. It was the weirdest thing. So I said, God, I believe that you are my sanity. Do you know that was a long struggle for me? Amen, Amen. God's healed me of that in the last three months. I'm telling you, I, I went to a minister's meeting in Charleston February of this year, and there was a wreck on 95, and I was sitting there stuck in traffic, and I was wigging out. And I was calling on the name of Jesus and I was praising God. Lord, you are my peace. You are my sanity. You've not given me a spirit of fear, but a power, love and a sound mind. And I don't care what's going on in my brain or my body right now. I'm trusting in you. You're going to get me through it. That's the, that's the side of it that I, I don't ever talk about. Only my wife knows. It's just. Something happened in the surgery and it just came out, and this is one of those weird things. Y'all knew I was weird anyway, though, so it's all right to share that. But it's just that that claustrophobia, that extreme anxiety that would come out of nowhere and torment me. I know it's from the enemy, but I also know it's connected to something that happened in my brain. Because sometimes it's spiritual and physical. So I've said on that. He who comes of God must believe that he is whatever you need. He is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligent. You seek God, you chase after him, he's going to chase after you. He said, draw near to me, and I will draw near to you. So that's, that's my word for you. Okay, I'm going to share my, my secret word that I got from God that helped me through one of the toughest times in my life. I'm sharing that with you. Because y'all are my friends <laughs> Y'all are my family And I love you And I, I want you I want, let, that be, let that be your word for 2024 Childlike faith All right. Not just for the challenges Of difficult times But for the challenges To do new and bold things For the kingdom of God Childlike faith God how, how am I going to pay for it I don't have the resources I don't have the network I don't have the connections Childlike faith Trust in him. Amen. 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 I pray that that's an encouraging word for somebody today. And uh, you got to wait another year for the other things you got to quit doing. <laughs> but I pray that God will give you wisdom. Listen, if you got childlike faith, he'll lead you in the way you should go. All right. But uh, we're going we're gonna to set aside this week of prayer and fasting starting not today. Tomorrow night, we're going to come out here uh, Monday through Thursday at 7 o'clock. We're going to pray for an hour every night. We're going to have a time of worship and prayer. Uh, but tonight, we're going to have a burn service. A burn service. We started doing this on New Year's Eve, and we got, we got cards on every seat. So if you are wondering, this is not a sermon scorecard, okay? But if there are burdens, there are worries There are struggles, fears, anxieties, insecurities, anything that you want to just give to God that you don't want to carry into 2024. uh, I want to ask every one of you to put those things on this card. And tonight at 7 o'clock, right in front of the church, we're going to have a fire going. And symbolically, we're just going to throw these things into the fire and we're going to give them over to Jesus. It's just uh, just a physical act. Of faith that we're letting go of these things and giving them to God. So I'm going to ask my wife to come and pray. But if you're here this morning, maybe you can't make it tonight. Uh, We've got a lockbox right here. And during our, our closing time of prayer, write those things on there and just put them in that box. Nobody's going to read them. They're going to go straight into the fire tonight. But just put those things down, those things that you want to just cast over on God and give to him. And we're going to just celebrate that we're going to go into 2024 burden-free in Jesus' name. If you'll stand
1: as we close. Lord, we just thank you for today. And God, I just thank you for the year that you have blessed us with. God, I thank you, Father, that through the good times and the bad, bad, that you are faithful, Father. Lord, that you protected us, that you kept us safe. And, Lord, I thank you, Lord, that as we enter into 2024, Father, that there is a new level of expectation in your people, Father. Lord, that the dread and the dreary is gone, Father. Lord, the fear is being cast off in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, I thank you, Father, for a new level of trust this year, Father. Lord, I thank you that you walk with us, that you guide our every single footstep, Lord. That you be right there with us through everything that we go through, through the highs and the lows, God. You are always there, Father. And Lord, I thank you for the reminder this morning of to have childlike faith. God, I thank you that we all go back to what it is to be like a child and to trust you without analyzing, without questioning, without mapping it out, Father, but to just have faith and just trust in your word, Father. And Lord, I just thank you, God, that this is going to be a year that we do not forget, that it's going to be a year full of of good reports. It's going to be a year full of <laughs> miracles and salvations God, that it's going to be a a year full of prosperity, that it's going to be a year of many blessings Father, Lord, that you most of all, that you use us mightily God, that you use us more than we were used last year, Father, that you open up doors for us that we need to have open, Father, that you send people in our path to minister to, Lord, and to bring to you, Father, God, may our, our fields Be full, Father, so that we can reach many, many people, Father, Lord, that they come to know you, Lord. God, use us, Father, this year. God, give us divine appointments, Lord. And, Lord, we thank you, Father, and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. As we close, there's one thing that is one of the most important things that we could do. As you close out this year, if you have not accepted Christ to be the Lord of your life, I want to give you the opportunity right now is to make Him the Lord of your life. Start this year off with a commitment to Him. So if you will, I'm going to ask everybody to say this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, Jesus, I'm a sinner sinner. in need of a Savior. savior. I believe in You. you. Save me. me. Set me free. free. Forgive me of my sins. sins. Be Be the Lord of my life. And with Your help, I'm going to live for you the rest of my life. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's just give God one last praise and shout for 2021.